be quiet, Caleb. The deep state is trying to muzzle me. <laughs> You're trying to get a hold of my patented pill, Caleb. Mm -hmm. Hello? I'm trying to have a frank conversation. <clears throat> my my new platform, Caleb, my new platform, Frank, you can talk about everything. You can talk about the dog races you went to and blew your college, <laughs> your, 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 your kid's college fund on. It doesn't matter. You, know, you, can, you can talk about your coke habit, you know, and crack, the sweet, sweet crack addiction that you once had. <laughs> That's why it's called Frank, Caleb. <laughs> why why are you trying to stifle me? <laughs> Swung at your hands on my sweet patented fill. Hey Jeremiah. Oh, yes. Guess what? What's that? Welcome to the normal show. I'm hey, Caleb. I'm Jeremiah. And I'm tired of waiting. So <laughs> um you don't like Mike. Well, I mean, don't you want to have a frank conversation with Mike Lindell? <laughs> Not if I can help it. Uh, come on, Caleb. What what are you so afraid of? Okay, why why are you and all your deep state cronies afraid of the truth? <laughs> um. <laughs> so nobody died. No, but there was something though that last week I think we kind of we at the uh, end we forgot to kind of talk about, which was kind of a big deal that I did want to bring up at the top here. Um. I just have a little bit of my my tea here, my my tea with honey to loosen up my throat. Um, so the uh, you know we're here at the show where we're very big fans of the Harley Quinn animated series, um, and it had a little bit of controversy uh, last week um, because I guess like something had come down from the there there was going to be a scene in which um, uh, Batman and Catwoman you know they were being intimate and. Batman did a certain act on Catwoman, and so then the apparently Warner Brothers and like the DC higher ups had said, you know, uh, had had given them the, this note telling them that they could not do that. They said, "No, you can't have him do that. Heroes don't do that," <laughs> which is kind of ridiculous because I thought heroes are boring. Yeah, well, I don't, but but I thought heroes, Caleb, were supposed to be selfless. You know, not selfish lovers, you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it is kind of ridiculous. And so like, and, and that's kind of spawned a bunch of other comic book creators. Like I know Zack Snyder has put in his two cents, like had something commissioned and drawn and uh, God, who was it that, that you, that Dave, you Dave Cockrum's son sent out pictures he did of uh, Storm and Nightcrawler oh, yeah. back when he was drawing them. And even like Kevin Smith had said, you know, who who had written uh, a, bat, a few Batman stories, and um, like he had one where it was basically just Bruce Wayne and Silver St. Cloud having sex through a lot of the issues, <laughs> and he's like, and he was even like, of course he does, you know. <laughs> I well, know like, Tom King, uh, that he was on because uh, you know he's he's currently writing Batcat, and he was on Word Balloon, and legally he's like, um, I cannot answer that question right now. <laughs> so. And so yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Where he's like, "They will fire me if I answer that." <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, it just seemed ridiculous that it's like, apparently none of the execs on Warner Brothers like to, you know, they're they're all they're all selfish lovers. I would say, yeah, or they're villains. Vill yes, 
Well, no, and that was the thing though that you know, whenever you know they said heroes don't do that, I had put out, you know, I, I had posted a thing on Instagram where I said, "Can if you know heroes don't do that?" So I just said, "Consider me a villain." <laughs> Mm-hmm. but yeah um i don't know like i said it just it's one of those things of like you know a bunch of bunch of uh bunch of suits that need to be more forward thinking you know <laughs> so well i mean if it were like batman the animated series i could see their point but it's, it's the harley fact that it's quinn, the harley quinn animated hard, series it's on like HBO. a hard r-rated series yeah. well and and some of the stuff they do on there you know yeah. but i guess it it's just too much for yeah them. i mean it's like they had that you know they they you know they have uh kite man and and poison ivy implying that oh yes they do a lot of things and then and then of course like they more than implied that there's a relationship between harley quinn and poison ivy <laughs> but yeah like, but oh, they don't actually ever show them doing anything it's just i think it shows them in bed well, it shows well them yeah after. but that's that's like after, you said yeah. that's implied yeah well doesn't sure, show I, any actual is, i'm sure that the i'm sure that the um the batman and catwoman thing would have been implied as well i'm sure they probably weren't going to sh- actually show the act or uh well I was even thinking well, that, that it, it was it was going to be a situation yeah. where he like sinks under the covers and was, you yeah. see her go woo, you yeah, know. Well, it's, it, which they did that in. Uh, you remember in uh, Jessica Jones, the se- I think season one of Jessica Jones, where it's Nuke or the you know the guy who eventually becomes Nuke and um, uh, Patsy. You know, <laughs> whenever whenever mm-hmm. like he's in, they're in bed together, and you clearly see like she's in bed and having a good time, and then suddenly the covers lift up. He's like. He goes, hey, what's wrong, or something like that. <laughs> and it's like it's pretty obvious what was going on down there. Uh, he was painting her toenails. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Okay, so um, uh, what are, well, I was gonna say, is you, that it? Well, yeah, that's are we the done? Entire, that's the entire episode. <laughs> um, but no, you're caught. At you I remember before beforehand, uh, you were talking about how. Uh, you are caught up on Loki, right? Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and by the way, spoilers, uh, spoiler alert to anyone who hasn't, uh, who's not caught up with it yet. Uh, we are going to be probably talking about it in great detail. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts thus far? How do you feel about it? Well, um, so it this was after he followed her through the little time portal mm-hmm. um, to this. A planet that was in the process of uh, it's like a colliding like a moon, well, a moon or whatever. Yeah, the moon was colliding with the planet, and it was about to be destroyed. And um, so, first of all, I mean the the, the name Sylvie—they finally revealed it, but we yeah. already knew that this is not Lady Loki necessarily. Yeah. Except, I, I'm unsure what they're doing because. In the comics, there was a character, you know, when Thor established Asgard in Broxton, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. there was a character named Sylvie Lushton, who was a citizen of Broxton. Mm-hmm. And Loki kind of basically turned her into Enchantress. So he created her. Yeah. Um, now, in this show, she's using the name Sylvie, but... Like when he calls her Loki, she's like, "Don't call me that. I don't want to be called that anymore," or something like that. I so it's that. like, yeah, it's almost like 
they're implying that it is Lady Loki, but they're giving her the name Sylvie. Yeah. Like like merging the two. So I, I'm not really sure what they're what they're doing. Are are they making her Lady Loki? I think or, they're going to make her Enchantress. I mean, I, or or is she going to be going. Sylvie Lushton Enchantress? Which means is she going to have some tie to you know what are what are they doing with her? Yeah. Well, and this is the, and bear in mind too. This is the whole you know this is the creation of the multiverse essentially. Right, <laughs> is, what we're, is what we're witnessing. Right, she's creating the multiverse. Yeah. And um, with her bombs, yeah, with with her tanks. Well, and and, and the whole bombs, time, the whole time. Bombs. So the whole plot was we've got to get to that arc spaceship to get off this yeah. planet, uh, to be able to get back. Sorry, you know. I just thought of Doctor Wong Burger whenever you said that. <laughs> yeah, but they kept going. Oh, we got to do that. We got to get up there, and we're walking and we're running and trying to get there. I'm like, can't you both teleport? Well, is I mean, that part it, of their magic, or what? I thought I didn't think they could actually teleport. I thought because uh, I thought the Loki could. Loki can teleport. Well, I thought that was, those were always illusions that he did. Well, like you know the. Uh, I think I think he can. I think he can do it. Maybe not. Oh, I think he well. I think he can. <laughs> well, well, no, but well, maybe. <laughs> Will co Roger? Oh, don't fight over me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Dusty Gazongas for those of you who are Aqua Team fans, um, mm. but uh, um, but no, it, it's just uh, us. Uh, and and I, I do like the fact that it does sort of it ends on that cliffhanger of like, okay, what are they going to do now? Because yeah, they're the transport is basically now it's it's disabled. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's well, I, I think I think Owen Wilson man is well, gonna like gonna show up and he's gonna track okay, him down. Hey guys, what are what are you doing? I'm here? gonna deuce your machina. My I'm I'm Mobius M Mobius. It's because you know Mobius is a Mobius strip is in, is infinite. You know. <laughs> wow! Wow! Um. Yeah, and yeah, I got a lot of a lot of insight on that episode yeah. there. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I, is it? I, I I like where it's going. Um, I have not been really disappointed with any of the Marvel shows thus far. Um, yeah, I think they know what they're doing, and uh, and yeah, and I mean the way and and you know the way they are just you know they're they're releasing these things. It's like you're you're always getting something because you know as soon as loki ends oh well black widow is going to be in theaters you know mm-hmm. and um i'm not i forget what we talked about like what come what's coming next but i, I think uh, shang chi i think is the next yeah. oh and that leads yeah. to something did you see last episode we did that we kind of yeah. mapped out what was coming but did you uh, did you see uh the newest shang chi uh trailer no i refuse to watch it why is that because it pisses you off. Okay. Well, anyhow, we'd have something to talk about, but that's but that's fine. Uh, but anywho, uh, but no. So you did not see it? No, I haven't watched it. Oh yeah. Well, wow. see, the problem is if you watch all the trailers that they release, then you've essentially seen the movie. No, not really, because the. So I, mean, I the, would prefer. I'm going to see it anyway. I don't need a trailer yeah. to well, entice the, me to go see like, it. Uh, I think uh, Endgame is a pr- prime example of how the trailer didn't like because the trailer was just like the stuff that happened like the first, 
probably 20 minutes of the movie where they go get Thanos. And then Thanos. Thanos. They get that evil Thanos. Um, and well, then... but, but see, also, the point of a trailer is to hype people up and get them yeah. interested in going to see it. I'm going to go see it anyway. Yeah. But, uh, and I don't that. want any of the movie. Like, I don't want to know what's going on, so. Well, that being said, so the trailer was actually interesting because it showed several things that, uh, that you know, that the, the teaser did not. Uh, one, you kind Which of. Which is usually the case. Yeah, you, uh, you know, you, it's revealed that Michelle Yeoh is going to be playing his mom. Uh, Michelle Yeoh? Yeah, she's Michelle Yeoh. Uh, but Michelle Yeoh is playing the mom. Uh, and they kind of established that, you know, there's a sort of balance that he has where it's like, you know, his, you know, his mom played by the show. Yo is supposed to be like this sort of like ultra good person, you know, like, you know, uh, and then you have his dad, the Mandarin, who is just an evil bastard, you know, <laughs> and, and they also established that the rings are not jewelry. Like they're not like, they don't go on the finger. They're kind of like armbands that are also weapons. Oh, um, that like that empower people that, that empower you or whatever. And, um, also, too, they're, uh, they're mutated ringworms. Yes, <laughs> round worms, actually. <laughs> uh, but uh, well, let me get a little sip there. <clears throat> but they also uh, in the trailer there is a thing where uh, there it shows him in the water, and a green dragon uh, swims underneath him, which could be. I mean, it's not. They have not confirmed that it is, but could be. Fing fang foom. Yeah, and. Um, and then you know it shows like you know, it's whenever um, Shang Chi is like he's in he's in the ocean or he's something he's like something underwater and you see like this dragon swimming around him. Um, and then uh, another reveal they did was at the very end there's like some this weird like sort of cage fight thing going on, and you see the Abomination is in the cage, so they're bringing the Abomination back from the Edward Norton Hulk. I don't know if it's going to. I don't know if that means that uh, Tim Roth is going to be back to voice it, or if they're just going to have him as a CGI, you know, CGI grunting character. Um, but uh, but no, it looks good, um, and uh, I'm definitely like you know, it, it's got my money. You know, I know you don't care for the guy who plays. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't care about him. Yeah. It's that's a joke. Mm-hmm. You think he's a joke? Yeah, he's a joke. He's no, a... <laughs> the whole thing's a joke. I just, I don't care one way or the other. <laughs> Why are you all nihilistic now? <laughs> I believe in I, nothing. You believe in nothing, Ken. I've been, I've been following Werner Herzog on uh, Twitter, and it's really... I see cold death is the best <laughs> death one could have, because I feel nothing in my heart. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah, we got a lot of pauses. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Um, what else? Trying to think here. Maybe well, we should have plotted this out. Well, what, what, what we were talking about something before we even recorded. What was? Well, that, that? See, that's what I was saying. When we talk on the phone, we have so much to talk about, and then as soon as I hit the record button, it's like, um, so, um, you want Can you want to talk like, about this? You, is, it, is it the pressure, Caleb? Not the pressure for me. No, oh, I'm, it's, I'm. It's just that we, you know, we talk spontaneously, and and now. So, so you're saying that one of us should fool the other one and talking on <laughs> talking on the record? Yeah, like if sometime you call me and you get a link from me and you click on it, 
And uh, I say, I can only communicate well, this way. We were actually, we were talking about, oh, well, here was something. And this is kind of linked to, to Loki. Uh, we were talking about the, the thing that Screen Rant talked about, you know, that. Um, uh, they don't they, know anything. Yeah. But how they, but how they predict, how they think that, oh, that this might be how they're introducing Kang the Conqueror because. They you know, think he'll be in charge yeah. of the TVA or and something. I mean, and I mean, it's like, I could see that because, you know, he is a time traveler. Um, but see, that's too easy. And Screen yeah. Rant, I don't think has ever gotten anything right. They just put out dumb theories out there as clickbait, and yeah. and like the only thing that good on Screen Rant is the pitch meetings. Everything else, wow, wow, is wow. just dumb title clickbait crap. Ugh. And it's some guy who's like, "Do you think that that could be the?" And it's like, God, I can't stand this guy's voice. <laughs> oh we did bad yeah gee george i would like to pet you and hug you and yeah. take you home <laughs> and we... little bunny rabbit yeah I will by the way king the conqueror is the head of the how's, tva how comes you got long gears how comes <laughs> did you know Put that me much? down you're hurting me i forget if we talked about that did you know that that is the voice of the abominable snowman is uh otis from uh andy griffith mm. <laughs> Which you can definitely hear it when he goes because of their long ears. <laughs> yeah, and he was also uh, he was also Barney Rubble from uh, uh, the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gee, Fred. <laughs> hey, Fred. <laughs> I like my hot wife. <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah. Um, no, I'm trying to think. There was so- oh, um, you said you have not seen Sweet Tooth yet. No, um, I I recommend it. Um, I've only, I'm only one episode in because it's one that I it, you know it's been out for about a month almost. I think it came out at the beginning of the, of this month, and it's based off. I, I'd never read the comic. I guess it was based off a comic by who was it? Um, like uh, Ed, not Brubaker. Not um, or it was um um uh Jeff. Um, let's see here. Was it Mackie? Uh, Lemire. Jeff Lemire is who Lemire. wrote it. And uh, yeah, Jeff it was like Lemire? A Jeff Lemire, based on comic book created by yeah. And uh, you know, it was a it was a DC it was a DC comic, but I forget if it was a Vertigo because it definitely doesn't seem like it was. It, uh, you know, it, it it's not connected to like the Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman world. Um, but uh, it uh, uh, it's really interesting story. Um, because essentially the first the first episode, you kind of learn that. You know, it's, you know, at first, I was, you know, I'm, I'm really hesitant about anything about a virus, especially now, because I'm like, you know, I, I whenever I want in it. When <laughs> well, I, when yeah, it's like you used to be a big practical joker around April Fool's time. And then yeah. and then you got you were like in there's a drive by. Yeah, I nearly and, I, then, this, and this is a true story. I nearly got shot in a drive by on April 1st. Well, and, no, no, no. Yeah. You didn't nearly get shot. There was a drive by nearby you and you. Both. Drop to the ground like you should. No, I didn't. I kept walking. Oh, you kept walking. <laughs> yeah, right. I literally did not stop moving there, and like the bullets were right behind me. So yeah, I nearly got I, a ricochet could have easily hit me. Mm. And because of that, I don't do no prank. longer. You yeah. no longer do. I know. I no longer do April, April Fool's. Fool's pranks. I still occasionally will do a prank, but 
And whenever I, yeah, because I tried to text and I tried, I tried to text and call people, let them know that I was all well, right. Well, the, the funny thing was nobody believed you, but I knew you well enough that I was like, oh, he's definitely not joking about yeah. this. <laughs> I, I could tell. Yeah. Well, I think I actually call, I, I think you're one of the few people that I actually talked to and called on the phone right after it happened. So. Yeah. You were like, I was just in a drive-by. Yeah. Uh. But uh, but no, but the, the, you know the the you know I'm usually hesitant like right now with things that 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 are oh, that have a virus take in the story because you know I want to escape reality not you know and, and right now you know I mean you know we're still sort of we're still in it with COVID you know <laughs> and so it's like I want I want to I want to you know I want my entertainment to take me away from that. However, I will say this: this was. You know, I did find this interesting because the, the basic premise is there is a virus that's sort of that's you know rapidly wiping out humanity, and um, and then the you know the, another phenomenon that's happening simultaneously is that uh, children are being born as hybrids, like they're being born like half animal, um, and uh, like you know because it shows there's a scene like when it shows the virus kind of. Um, uh, in, in full force, and people are just getting thrown. Like, you know, they're just getting taken to the hospital, and 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 you know, you see society is starting to break down because like there's a there's a scene where they have a doctor taking his who, his wife who's been infected, and he's trying to take her to the hospital, and he goes outside, and it's kind of like that scene in Scott uh, um, or Zack Snyder's uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead. When like you know how whenever she goes out and the roads like cluttered and all this shit and everything's going you know you know there's cars crashing and and chaos so it's doing mm-hmm. that and then so he you know he 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 takes her to the hospital and then you know somebody goes are you a doctor he goes yes sir. you need to see this and and um, he goes into like the maternity ward and he sees all the all the children and they're all like they have animal like there's like a a baby that's like half cat. Another one that's like half eagle, and another one, you know, like then half porcupine, and and then they're kind of like which you know, which unfortunate child becomes a half blobfish? <laughs> I hope it's Trumps. Um, <laughs> but, well, nature is just reclaiming them. Yeah. So, well, the idea, yeah, the idea is that like so, you know, that it's that this is sort of like uh, like the virus is caused by. Uh, you know that they're kind of putting out there that, that the virus is caused by Earth. Like Earth is basically doing this to wipe the slate clean, and then Earth is now creating these hybrids that are like supposed to be more that are that are more in tune with the environment because they're animals, uh, or you know they're half animal. Uh, but then of course people are blaming. You know the the idea is that the society is starting to you know because at this point they're they're freaking out, so they're 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 asking, well. well how do we know these hybrid things didn't cause the virus, you know? And, and so they're like, if you're a hybrid, you're kind of being hunted down. And so uh, Will Forte plays this sort of environmentalist guy who had a son, uh, you know, who was, who was half deer. And um, he basically just uh, uh, you know, flee, flees society with him and goes out to Yellowstone and lives out there. And like, he kind of like fences himself off uh, from the rest of uh the, the rest of society and so for 10 years the kid is raised there and he's just getting he's basically just getting the world perspective of, of everything through will forte and it's 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 interesting to see will forte also play like a serious kind of dramatic role 
as opposed to like you know usually when you see him he's just doing like like you know Tim and Eric. Yeah, so, well, he did that in Nebraska, didn't he? I guess he did. I've never yeah. seen it. I haven't but it's it time. is it is rare. Yeah, because like yeah, him, well, him, him, him and Bob Odenkirk both played serious roles in that. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, it's really like I said, it's and you know the the idea is you know like you know it, it looks like it's kind of you know something you know spoilers uh something happens to Will Forte and of course. Uh, the kid ends up on his own and, uh, you know, he decides he's going to, you know, that, you know, he, he's, he's like, maybe my dad was wrong. Maybe they're in, in it, like he, he finds out uh, who, like who his mother was. And he's like, maybe she's alive and, call, and sees it on the, on the photo of her that she's in Colorado. So he's going to go out on an adventure. And of course, then he learns about that. There are poachers that are trying to kill kids like him and like you know basically just cutting their heads off and selling them because they're like being like trophy like like trophies on a wall and he sort of runs into this uh this guy who's kind of like looks like it's going to be his protector uh and looks like they're probably going to have like a lone wolf and cub sort of relationship um and, uh, and like i said it's i'm only one episode in um it it seems really good it's definitely i mean it's got that definitely like a sort of like dystopian uh kind of like the movie the the road Mm -hmm. kind of like that kind of feel to it um and apparently i guess robert downey jr is the executive and his wife for the executive producers on it so he went from marvel to dc he's he's jumped ship caleb oh he had he had no business doing that no (laughs) um but yeah uh i'm trying to think um there was something else um what else caleb what else caleb um well oh um i was gonna say chicago actually came pretty close to having a tornado (laughs) yeah i i saw a video the other day of like geysers coming out of the sewers yeah which and I'm, did you see I, that i saw that yeah you sent it because i saw the video you sent to me which did you see anything about I that I, I didn't see it personally i didn't see anything like that uh, course, i couldn't ahead. tell it didn't say what road it was or anything yeah. but people are just driving down the road and they're just these geysers shooting out of the sewers in chicago i don't know if that meant like a water like the the flooding had broke a water main or what because i'm trying to think of like like how like what what could have because manhole covers are not light and no. I'm just trying to think of what could have what could have happened to where like water was shooting out with that much force yeah i don't know but uh but no it's pretty it was crazy though yeah this was actually there were uh twice in one week because there was uh uh the, the last sunday or i guess i'd say the sunday before last since we're recording on monday um and then um there was a there was a tornado warning around because i was in skokie when it happened and it was funny because uh the bartender uh uh, this is a place that i used to work uh and like you know i knew the bartender but she was freaking out because like like oh god you know our phone you know the phones did the little like amber alert alarm Mm -hmm. and and she was kind of freaking out she's like Oh my God! The tor- there's a tornado coming and all this stuff. <laughs> and, and you stood up on a table and you were like, "No, no, I've got this." Yeah, I'm well, from no, Oklahoma. Like, exactly. I mean, it's like being from Oklahoma. It's like if uh, if you know, unless it's on the ground headed toward me, don't waste my time. <laughs> but, yeah. 
<laughs> but I can't but, see it from my window. Yeah. And and the thing was, so then, like, you know, I was like, it was, you know, yeah, it was like raining pretty hard outside. But I, even then, I was just kind of like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And, that, you know, at that point, I was about to leave anyway. So as I, as I walk out, uh, and this did kind of freak me out because as soon as I walked out, I started hearing the, like, got to my car, I hear, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's not good. Well, yeah. And that thing I shared had a little bit of that, like downtown Chicago and yeah. the way with all the buildings and stuff, it was reverberating. Yeah. So it did make it a little more eerie than the ones in Oklahoma. Yeah. And suppose supposedly, uh, the reason why a lot of, big cities don't have tornadoes and i don't like this is what i've always heard i don't i can't confirm I'm, I'm no i am no scientist but this is what i was always told is that a lot of times because like because of all the skyscrapers and large buildings wind tunnels are created and that breaks up the, yeah well i mean that it, that is basically the case and that's why you know you'll see houses out on the prairies with a whole bunch of trees right around the house mm -hmm. um because it's supposed to break up the wind. I mean, if there's a huge tornado, it's not going to do yeah, anything. An F5, but... It's not going to stop an F5. <laughs> right. But, you know, little, it, there are some evidence that, you know, if you have things like that, mm -hmm. wind breaks, that it uh, can kind of change the pattern of the cell coming through, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, and like, so then, you know, so that was, that was that Sunday. And then on, um, I think that was, I guess it was Saturday, this last Saturday, um, there was another tornado alert, and this one happened uh, a couple of times. I think there was, cause I just remember it waking me up and well, first off, you know, because I sleep with my window unit by my, by my bed. You know, the, and, you know, the rain just kept hitting it and pounding it. So I, I think I dreamed about being shot at by a machine gun uh, because of like the ding, 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 ding noises it was making. Um, Have you ever heard of real machine gun? <laughs> uh, well, I've heard a gun. We just established pew, that earlier. Pew, <laughs> yeah. pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I got but, you. No, I got you. I got you. Pew. You. No, you miss me. You totally miss me. I got you. But anywho, um, and then like so, yeah. So that around, I guess this probably would have been around like ten, eleven, something like that. And you know, it uh, it uh, it went off, and then yeah. So I was I was kind of concerned, so I went into my you know went to the living room, just kind of laid down on the couch and watched um watched the the news and. And it was kind of funny because it's like, once again, they're like, oh, yes, we've spotted funnel clouds in the sky. This is a warning. It's like, they're still in the sky in Oklahoma. That's a watch. Unless it's on the ground, as I said, and it's, it's bearing down on me. Just, you know, leave me alone. Like, don't, don't, <laughs> don't, 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 you know, disturb my slumber. Mm -hmm. Um and even at that, it's like the only place I would know where to go um, would be, I guess, my laundry room because it's under, it's partially underground. Um, but yeah, it's like, it was the thing. It's like in, in Chicago, again, like uh, in a, uh, uh, because it's mostly apartments, I don't know what the hell. I don't know. Like, that's, yeah, like laundry room is really the only, like, not all the places have uh, underground laundry rooms either. So I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what uh, you'd do. Other than kiss your ass goodbye. Uh, 
put your head between your legs. And, well, it's just kind of like the. Do you remember like in schools when they would they'd have you go in the hallway and cover the back of your neck? Yeah, it's like is that really gonna you know kneel down or, or face to the wall and, and and cover your neck? It's like okay, so if a tornado comes through here, it's gonna suck us out <laughs> like a damn vacuum. Well, and I mean, there was some, I, I don't know what their actual procedure was, but you know that uh, Plaza Elementary down in Norman that got hit, uh, or more, wherever it was, um, back when that big tornado went through Oklahoma City. Was it that, because I know there's several times, because there was once in 99. Well, it was, it was the one where there were a couple of kids that got killed, um, right. and a teacher that kind of shielded some kids yeah. um, and saved them. But I don't remember if I and the the whole building got wiped out pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember if they did that where they were in the halls or whether it was like they were in the gym or wherever their safe place was supposed to be. Yeah. Well, it's just it's basically it's like basically telling kids to duck and cover, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really. It's basically just so that they'll be calm when you know. Yeah. But they won't freak out. When, well, it, uh, it used to make more sense, like with with the nuclear drills that our parents had to go through. Yeah, they would get under the desk, which that wouldn't do anything. Yeah, of course. It's but in a in a tornado, just, yeah, if there were falling, Debris. you know, if 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 the building didn't get completely wiped out, but if if it like messed with the roof or something and and had some debris fall down, that would be the yeah. best place to be. Would be under your desk. Because you'd have that triangle of safety yeah. that, you know, they always talk about. But, you know, if the whole building gets wiped out, there's yeah. really not well, much. And, and unless thing, like, you have a bunker. The, yeah, the, sturd, the whole thing of like, oh, a sturdy structure in the center. Because that was, that was the thing, too, in my house. Because we didn't have, we did not have a cellar uh, or, a, or a basement or anything like that. So it was like, oh, we had this closet that, that didn't have any outside walls. It's like, okay, that's where you go. But it's like, I don't have five. That, yeah, yeah. You're you're gone. You know? Yeah, you're it's like you're not walking away from that. Well, yeah, if you look at the destruction that was right there in Moore, um Yeah, it looked like I, the, I remember there was a two mile wide path of just yeah. ha- nothing, it, just it foundations. Looked like someone it looked like someone took a knife and just sort of cut across the, the these houses. You know? Yeah, a two mile wide house. Yeah. Or a knife, I mean. Yeah. Um and the Oh, the thing that sucked was, uh, well, I mean, besides all the people that had their belongings destroyed or loss of life, uh, for people like me, I used to deliver medical equipment, and we had to go and try to find the houses where people had medical equipment and see if there was anything left. And, and sell uh, it on the black market. No, well, no, but we also had to deliver oxygen tanks to uh, all these people that were without homes and they had no place. You know, it was like it was just chaos. Yeah, but um, but no, I mean, and that's the thing too. It's just like, uh, you know, like you know, it's you know, growing up with it as we did. It's like I said, it's just sort of like, eh, you know, tornadoes happen. Whereas yeah. here. People are just, they're freaked out by the idea. <laughs> like, oh my God, a tornado's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just look at my watch. <laughs> you just go, <laughs> whatever. 
<laughs> Whatever. You don't even know. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, trying to think of anything in other news. Um, oh, you got any big plans for the fourth? No. No. I'm gonna. You're not going to shoot off any fireworks or anything. Or? This is Colorado. Remember, we all we have are snakes and sparklers. Oh, uh, well, you can just go down to New Mexico and get real <laughs> stuff. It's just a state away. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty far down there, though. Hmm. We're like right in the middle of the state, and it's it's not worth it. Come on, they actually what they really don't sell fireworks in Colorado. Well, they do, but I mean, it's it's kind of like South Park. It's like none of the good stuff. Mm. Um, so you don't have like you don't have anything like aerial fireworks, anything like that, or not really. They don't sell the mortar shell stuff. Yeah, like they do in Oklahoma. Um, I, you can probably get Roman candles, but that's about it. <laughs> I mean, it's sparklers, snakes, Roman candles, and those poppets that you throw on the ground. I was just thinking about like just how you can probably get black cats and stuff, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just remember, I think it was God, who was it? it was uh, you, me, and I think Ryan Nickel, maybe a couple of other people when we would have the Roman candle fights in the country and like stand <laughs> at one, and we'd be at one end of the road, and, the other, and we just took charge. <laughs> well and they and you know i had friends that would do that when we were kids yeah. and they would be these epic battles and they'd yeah. hit each other and and get, be like oh it's in my clothes it's burning uh, <laughs> you don't know what you're doing no please no <laughs> you're not, you're not. <laughs> that's our third week in a row of a uh david baxter <laughs> <laughs> reference mind your own business baxter <laughs> get out of here <laughs> but um but yeah, when we tried it in college, it was like they'd just be like, pew, pew, well, the, and like fall at her feet. Uh, well, <laughs> speaking of that, I'm reminded of a, of a, a little movie we tried to make. <laughs> <laughs> Our stop motion. Yeah, we, we back. Yeah, you know, it was a stop motion movie that Caleb and I tried to make. Uh, this is back when we were in college. I think we were still in college. I don't think we had graduated. No, no, yeah, we were in college because we had a camera, or you yeah, had it was, a camera. It was, uh, or it was, uh, a, a, you know, a friend, a friend of mine, uh, Jason McKelvey. Um, uh, he had a camera. He let me borrow, and um, it was based. What was that? It wasn't Wonder we were, Shows, and we were, it was, we were doing kind of a we were doing kind of a C Lab type thing. Well, but it wasn't C Lab. There was a show. It was like Scuba Steve or something. Oh, that that... Was, uh, oh yeah, that was um, God. Uh, that was Kablam. Uh, Kabl- it was on Kablam. It was one of the. It was Stinky Diver. Yeah, the yeah Stinky Diver. Uh, and it was because um, he would come out action, of the toilet. It was action something I can't remember. And like there is like the 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 flesh and the yeah there was there is uh, the flesh who was like a Conan Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, I think it was actually it was a Conan the Barbarian toy that oh. they had skinned and made it look like he was naked. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah and i'm trying i can't remember i think i forget what that was called it was like action league or something like that but mm-hmm. but yeah and so it was like combination we were doing sort of combination stop motion combination i was just like holding the characters up to the camera and like making like you know shaking them and making them talk 
Um, it was and... not our best idea. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, this was definitely not a good idea because I remember we had tied the you know, so we tied one of the characters to a rocket and we were just gonna like shoot it up in the air and and uh and, and you know we were gonna have the character like you know so Caleb was was laying on the ground like inches away from the rocket. <laughs> We lit it, and you know, of course, having the when we had the um, the person on it, that of course affects the weight. And, it, and we were like, oh, it'd probably at least go up in the air, and and we knew it was going to curve. We figured, oh, it'll go up the air and curve. It literally <laughs> it goes like maybe a foot over Caleb's head as he's holding the camera, and then lands at his feet. <laughs> then... Yeah, but like a good cameraman, I did not respond to it. Yeah, it was right there. As we, I, I killed, and you can even hear it on the camera. Me going, run! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so. Well, and then there was those. I remember we bought those. Uh, we bought those motorcycles, uh, or we bought like it was like some like a dollar store, and they had these little uh, motorcycles that made noise. You know, like the, the, the there were the, there were the soldier soldiers and they came with these bikes and these bikes like you pushed a button and they'd be like yeah and then when we let that when we let those on fire the batteries exploded inside i don't remember that part i do it was just like oh because that was part of one of the things of like oh the guy goes okay i think i'll be fine and then we pushed that button and then it made that noise oh god i'm not gonna be fine (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah i remember that because he was on the back of the motorcycle (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it like started melting with him yeah Yeah, i remember that (laughs) oh man i didn't remember the battery part but i remember the melting gi joe dollar but god i'm just like we could have really hurt ourselves <laughs> uh, what it was college yeah it was it was college we were experimenting <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh but yeah oh. to be fair though i would do that again today so yeah i will if we give me a camera <laughs> and i'll do it <laughs> i still well, still to this day that was one of the was one of the things that we would always do uh whenever Whenever we were at, uh, you know, when I'd go back to um, uh, visit my family, because my mom, you know, my mom lives out in, in mm. Perry in the country and, and Perry, Oklahoma in the country. And uh, we'd go to a dollar store and we would buy action figures to like put, you know, me and my nephews would buy action figures to like, you know, essentially we bought, we bought toys to blow up with like cheap toys so we could blow them up with fireworks and firecrackers. Did Toy Story teach you nothing? Uh, it, that taught me that that spy kid's really cool. <laughs> uh, I didn't do it with. Well, I used to come on. I, I remember used to having like having GI Joes. And I forget if we talked about this, but like you know when I got a BB, you know when I had a BB gun and a pellet gun, like you know I had these crab apple trees in my backyard, and I would always position the GI Joes that I didn't really play with or were somewhat broken or whatever, and I'd have them like oh they're a unit out, out in the forest and i would like either be on the roof or be somewhere and I'd pick them off with my with my pellet gun <laughs> it was like tom Berenger right, in that black movie. bart yeah <laughs> now you get yours oh um, no because i wasn't stupid enough to put a target on a metal on something metal like ralphie was <laughs> Oh, shut uh, my eye out. Don't shoot your eye out, kid. Ho, ho, ho. 
but yeah. Um, but no, unfortunately, I have no, I have no immediate plans for the fourth. I'm actually. We're, we're probably we're just gonna like go to somebody's house and set it on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the real purge. <laughs> I love America. It's for America. (laughs) Like, sir, I don't even know you. Why are you doing this? Violence in movies. (laughs) I'm just here to, or, oh, God, was it? I'm just here for the tour. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, But yeah. Um, Well, crap, man. I can't. Is there anything else? I, I'm trying to think because um, you know, Masters of the Universe hasn't come out yet, um, and let's you know, um, try to think if. Uh... Oh well, Conan. We we probably should talk about. Uh, oh yeah, Conan. Conan. Yeah, Conan. Yeah, the last episode of Conan on yeah. TBS was uh, last Friday. I believe so. Or, or was that Thursday? Uh, I think it was Thursday. Probably Thursday because I don't. Because a lot of times I don't have shows on Fridays. I'm noticing. Yeah, it was the 25th because the 26th was Friday. Yeah. Um, right? But know. yeah, and this is a guy who's been in on on television for nearly like, almost 30 years. I think it was at 93 was when he started. Yeah, he started in 93. Yeah. Took over uh, for David Letterman. Yeah. And kind of, it was not, and he was all like he was only in his twenties too when he started, and that was you know that was the thing too is like people were kind of unsure that this, because and he was pretty much unknown. Like he he was a, he had written for Saturday Night Live and he'd written for Simpsons. Were really yeah. The thing. And he would, and he had made it onto a few sketches on Saturday Night Live, like the uh, uh, there's the, the, the Five Timers Club where he's the he's like the valet inside the yeah. the, the room and the and one then, where they're all singing in the pub. Yeah, like and and then the uh, the one with uh, the the Twin Peaks episode or the Twin Peaks one where he's like a deputy who has no lines. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, but yeah, um, and yeah, and and it did not have like you know I remember at the beginning he it, it was kind of a slow start because people were like kind of criticizing him, say, oh, who is this guy? He's a nobody. He's not funny. And well, then... and and I remember because I used to record every episode of Letterman. Mm-hmm. And I remember when the switch happened, I was like, oh, that's weird. Letterman's on a different channel now. Huh, weird. Um, I didn't really get what was going on. Yeah. The and then suddenly, <laughs> suddenly he came on and I was like, who the heck is this dude? Yeah. And uh, and I, I watched it the for the first few episodes. And then I was like, I don't like him. Like, he's trying too hard. Yeah. You know, I, I he's trying too much to, because he was doing essentially a top 10 bit yeah he kept doing a top 10 bit and i was like he's trying to do all the stuff letterman did and that probably wasn't more so that was probably more so the executives like oh let's just keep let's let's, we we know this works keep going it and yeah and then and then and then after a while he kind of got his own thing going i guess Um, yeah because he was very much like, like when he brought his sort of like very just you know bonzo humor you know like like the masturbating bear (laughs) yeah like stuff that is it's like because that was a lot of his stuff was so stupid it was funny 
you know yeah <laughs> like shoeverine yeah <laughs> and, um, um oh god it was it the I, I love when he would do the like one of my favorites was the uh the you remember the stamps that he would do the u.s the rejected u.s stamps yeah and one of them was robocop masturbating it's like robocop in bed with a cut with the covers over him and you see his hands <laughs> <laughs> or uh the state quarters. Oh yes, Oklahoma state fingering Texas since 1907. Yeah, and the face, uh, the faces. <laughs> yeah. Like Texas had this. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. The face in Oklahoma was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his reaction to that was the one where he just like ducks his head and shakes it. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he never, it was kind of weird because, you know, he had his format, he had his band and then he was doing all the remote pieces like the Conan without borders. And he kind of decided, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to make, or I don't know if he decided or TBS decided to make his show 30 minutes long, get rid of the band, have one guest yeah. And and just have that be the format. And then he would do remotes on some episodes and the whole thing would just be like, hey, here I am in, you know, Finland or something. Yeah. And um Conan hates my homeland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the old the old yeah. one. But yeah. um and then after a while they were just like Conan's last episode like this was uh was it twenty twenty? Or was it I can't remember when it was 19 when they said like october of 19 i feel like it was i feel like it was 2020 when they announced it because i don't yeah it it was like it was like october of 2020 or something they they said because it it seems like it was fairly his show his show is gonna end june 25th and uh you know no word on what else is happening and then later on I guess he's going to have some sort of show on HBO Max. Yeah. And it's going to be uh, in, yeah, the format is basically it's just, it's not going to be a daily show. Apparently it's going to be a weekly uh, show. It kind of much, the, much like uh, last week tonight where he'll probably, you know, probably be at the end of the week uh, and then he'll kind of review and then, you know, you know, like, you know, and then just, and then come back next week. Um as opposed to like doing a thing but do you think i mean do you think it's really going to be like that or do you think it's going to be more of his like Like without borders type stuff i don't know i don't know where where it's like a weekly show but he like goes around and does stuff out it could i mean and they could well much like the original on the street much like his original yeah i cannot talk god tongue-tied uh but anyhow much like his original show they could start it one way and then just see if that were if that's not working, then they could go the other route as well. Yeah. So it could it could be either or. Um, but you know, I was even thinking about this. It's like that his late night show got so popular that I remember um, Comedy Central would air reruns of it, like you know, like it, like it would it would air on um, much the same way that they used to air Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, because it would come on, you know, it'd come on that night, you know, the, uh, you know, the night uh, on uh, NBC, and then the next day, in the middle of the day, the next day, it would air on uh, Comedy Central, and um, and it was just weird because you never really saw them ever do that, you know, because <laughs> like, they didn't do that with uh, Letterman or The Tonight Show, but for some reason, 
they would do that with that because and a big part of it was it was kind of at the height of the popularity of of the the late show and um you know and of course that led him to get the get to be on or to host the tonight show which unfortunately for about two weeks yeah well he was he was on there for a year yeah i know but then he got linode just like letterman did that was such yeah that was i'm surprised they didn't do you know because they you know they made that show the late shift about you know it was about the whole letterman leno feud Mm -hmm. and i'm surprised they never attempted to do a sequel with um and who knows maybe they they well they didn't do a movie but they did do cnn or i think it was cnn did some sort of uh the late night wars that talked about all the different late night shows and a little bit about that yeah but uh but no that's that's actually where the whole idea of team coco came from and like the the name right coco because people chose that. sides yes and uh and well no they... coco coco came from tom hanks yeah where because he, he called him coco coco but then but then, but then later on yeah, yeah. That, that that was a thing like coco coco and then later on it became team coco because yeah. people chose sides and yeah. and said i'm team coco and then and then he named like his production company Co- or is it Team Coco or is it just Coco? Uh, Coco. Well, there's. I mean, Team Coco is kind of like his brand. Yeah, because because you know you'll see stuff after after his show. It'll say like you know the the produced by and it's and I forget if it is if it's actually just Team if it says Team Coco or if it's just Coco. But I don't know. Point is, it's it's like it's now the name of his production company. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, he provided a lot of memorable uh memorable sketches uh, also uh started a lot of career pretty much started uh jack mcbrayer's career um and amy and really helped out amy poehler you know yeah and she uh, was andy's little sister yeah get ready to die bitch! <laughs> <laughs> and i always love that it would also like really help catapult people like will ferrell because you know he kept having will ferrell on and people really got to see like what an oddball he was and kind of popularized him. Like the, you know, like I still love his first appearance where he just shows up and uh, he's got like the, the t-shirt that's tied like a bra and he's wearing the speedo and he's like, he goes, oh, yeah, that's what he points out. I was like, that's an interesting outfit you've got on there. Well, like, well, if you've got it, flaunt it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or his leprechaun outfit, <laughs> which he came on twice. <laughs> one of the days wasn't even St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and then I always love the thing where he would fight, he'd fight himself in the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like and then whoever came up, uh it was all like once it was a little person comes up and he fights him. And then another time it's like a big black guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then of course, um, uh preparation h raymond was always a good one yeah um i was like uh and then uh, uh the same what was it brian Mc, is it brian mccann was that his name or brian mccann was preparation h raymond, raymond and yeah. brian stack yeah who was the, the, yeah yeah the the, the, the interrupter. Interrupter. <laughs> yeah or the uh 
Hey, Conan, that's a big Irish head you got yeah. on you. <laughs> the ghost of 30 <laughs> Rock. Yeah, yeah, like a lounge singer or a crooner. <laughs> the yeah, Irish right. have brains made out of ham. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a <laughs> minute. Lovingly and dumb and they're drinking all the rum. <laughs> <laughs> we should get together and send them back. Make it a split. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I always love the 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 thing where it was like whatever you do like mascots for or rejected mascots for yeah colleges and the birth giving potato <laughs> my babies my babies my babies, my babies. <laughs> I remember I remember quoting that once in your car. When you, I think you're picking me up from the airport, and you had your 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 very young son heard me say that, and then he just was out in the yard running around saying that. <laughs> oh Lord! It's when I surprised you with my beard. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Mm. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. Um, but no, and then uh, you know, like the the thing where you know the one where he where uh, Brian McCann is uh, supposed to be uh, uh, the the girl from uh, I can't think of her name now. She passed away uh, from "Don't Say a Word" or whatever it was. Oh, oh. Brittany Murphy. Yeah, Brittany Murphy from from "Don't Say a Word." He's like, I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> the joke would always be like. Well, did anybody call? Actually, Conan, so and so did, or you know, so and so did call, and they did a message for you. Well, what did they, they say? Oh, they I'll never tell any of you. <laughs> uh, well, did you watch the final episode? Uh, yeah, I haven't recorded. Um, I have watched the one. Like I said, I've watched the you... the one with Paul Rudd and uh, uh, Bill Hader. Yeah, where he does um, the final Mac and Me bit. Yeah. <laughs> Which was Which always funny. My, and I love it. You you saw it coming a mile yeah. away. Yeah. It was still great though. <laughs> but the Will Ferrell one is funny because he points out that he's like, Conan, you've had me on three of your finale episodes and I'm tired of it. Uh, he's like, I'm just gonna like record pre pre-recorded goodbye messages for your next shows. And he and he just goes through and like does all these different pre-recorded like goodbye messages do you remember the one with will ferrell where he comes up with where he comes out there with mr feathers the cockatiel or cockatoo whatever it's he's just he just goes um i'm not gonna he's like why do you have a cockatoo i'm not gonna talk about my personal life and then like the whole when Conan, yeah, you know, when Conan came to TBS, he originally had the beard because he'd been growing it out. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and Will Ferrell was the guy that, you know, who was tasked with shaving it off. <laughs> and I love it. Well, yeah, he was like Conan. He, he, he was trying to Conan was trying to ask Will Ferrell stuff about his career or his movie. He was like, yeah. I'm not freaking talking about that. Well, no, actually, I think I, I think I have it. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I let me see if I still have it. Um. Let's see here. Scroll, 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 scroll. Cree, scroll, 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 scroll. Uh, let's see here. Come on. As I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I have it saved somewhere. Let me see. Because I, I always, I love his reaction. It's so great. Because <laughs> they come back. They literally just come back from commercial. 
and you know and conan's trying to be like oh yeah like kind of dodge like kind of dodge the whole question type stuff and then will ferrell is not having it let's see here all right so here uh here it is this is conan this is will ferrell's reaction when conan o'brien tries to dodge getting his beard shaved (laughs) that was it (laughs) he's because he's all calm it was so great it's like he's all calm at first, whenever whenever Conan's talking to him, then he just does that. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't that nice, Caleb? It was pre-beeped for you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you didn't have to. <laughs> Not that it's that hard. I just click a button. But... Yeah. No, and I believe yeah, I have saved that. I saved that to my my photos. So next time you ever, anytime you annoy me <laughs> with text, I just send you that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but anywho, but yeah, so Conan will be, I mean, that's, you know, it was one of those things where I, I feel bad because I really hadn't watched it regularly uh, in years because I just kind of, I just sort of got, you know, life happens and you kind of, you know, you don't have time to, to watch. You, you kind of have to like pick and choose the things that you can do and see and all that stuff. And um, I unfortunately got way behind on Conan and never really caught up. <laughs> And and you and I, well, me more so, but we're both kind of completists. Yeah. Um, me more so. Mm. You less so. Me thought it cool. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, and and because I didn't even I didn't even really see the the uh, the newest stuff like the like when he changed the format. I really I I hadn't really watched any of those episodes. Um, but uh because and, and also like i started kind of watching i started getting more into colbert to be honest too. yeah I, I really you know he's you know he, he's the newer blood uh, you know you know so then you know then coco even though they're probably roughly the same age i'm gonna say um but you know he's and, and also you know colbert the colbert show is hilarious they even had uh you know a lot of, well a lot of the old writers like brian stack um now work for colbert you know people who work right because they didn't want to go to la so they stayed in new york and got a job with him yeah and uh, they actually they they brought brian stack on let me see if i can see if i can find that the interview because like because he like he comes out there and they because you know they uh, uh colbert acknowledges that oh you know uh conan's uh you know conan's retiring and uh, we have one of his old writers uh brian stag and they come out there and he tries to tries to get him to kind of talk about like the dirt on conan like, get him to talk dirt about conan at least so i can find that uh colbert colbert and let's see here brian stack okay yeah here yeah here it is this is this is him where he he gets him he gets him to try to talk dirt on conan o'brien I'm going to skip to the good stuff. Here. Ladies and oh. gentlemen, um, today marks a bittersweet milestone of the legacy of Late Night because after 28 years and 4,368 episodes, Conan O'Brien's Late Night run is ending. Conan has had an amazing tenure. It started back in 1993 when he began hosting Late Night at the tender age of nine. <laughs> <laughs> Following a rocky puberty, he moved on to The Tonight Show, 
and then spent 11 years at Conan on TBS, not to mention his brief spinoffs, Conan SVU, Conan the Tank Engine, and Conarcos. <laughs> Tonight is his last show, uh, but like a kid who keeps saying he's running away, he'll be back before you know it with a new weekly show on HBO Max, which I assume is short for HBO Max Weinberg. <laughs> And just to get ahead, <coughs> I'd like to wish Conan a fond pre-farewell for his upcoming triumphant decade. Probably should have skipped ahead more. And the next but... eight years on mm. Pump TV Plus. In fact, I'll do that right now. His late dear friend and a lovely fella who has been, feels like the bear is masturbating directly into your brain. Okay, Conan is a dear Here. friend and a lovely fella who has been nothing but a strength and a great source of advice for me as I took over a late night show and I want to congratulate oh, him come on. at HBO and right now I've asked one of my writers Brian Stack here we go with Conan for many years to come out here and share some of his memories of working for Conan Brian come on out here Brian Stack everybody So you must know the true Conan that no one else is allowed to see. Hmm. Are you ready to dish the ugly dirt about your old boss? Sure, if that's what my new boss wants. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, let her rip. He can't hurt you anymore. Go. Okay, here goes. Uh, this is probably something I definitely shouldn't say, but uh, he's Irish. <laughs> he is. Yeah, we... We all knew that, Brian. Wait, no, you didn't let me finish. He's Irish Catholic. There's, there's different types. I understand. I did let you finish. Uh, and, and come on, you were there backstage. Dark secrets. Cameras off. Nobody looking. What happened? No. Okay, here's one. Conan, Conan is really tall. Surprisingly tall. It's like that's his whole deal, Brian. He's Slender Man Ron Weasley. Come on. He's leaving late night. He has no power over you anymore. He no longer controls your career like a puppet on the string. Talk. Okay, well, this one's definitely going to get me in trouble. Uh, his middle name is, get this, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> this Brian, what's weird. going on? Did Conan make you sign an NDA? Oh, you mean like somewhere I'm not allowed to reveal details, like whether I've been asked to sign an NDA? Yes. Yeah, I signed one of those. <laughs> but, you know, Actually, on second thought, it may not have been an NDA. It may have been a get well card. Okay, clearly, clearly you've got nothing. Just forget it. Yeah, yeah, Ladies and gentlemen. I remember now. We got him the card because he got a pretty nasty contusion after he tripped, after we robbed that hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We, we needed the money to buy cocaine for our orgies at Betty White's underground sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah, and Conan likes his snow really pure. He'd always say, come on, Brian. You're on Team Coco. That stands for Conan's Cocaine. Wow. Wow. Yeah, well, that's probably, that's probably enough dark Well, then, oh, then uh, Pat Sajak made us all drink endangered leopard milk out of Lincoln's skull. <laughs> Crazy. And you know that thing is not watertight. Milk everywhere. Okay, okay, yeah. Brian. You really, you really don't. Oh, I remember it well because it was right before Conan started selling counterfeit penicillin to clinics all over the developing <laughs> world. He knew Interpol was closing in, so he had to go into hiding with the Ukrainian arms smugglers. He knew, you know, from when he used to run AKs to the Mujahideen in the late 80s. You know, back when he was writing for SNL, they had summers off. And uh, I'll never forget, 
what he told me just before he filed his fingerprints off and had his face reconstructed using cadaver flesh sourced from a Chinese political prison. He looks me right in the eye and he says, Brian, if I can give you one piece of advice, it's never tell anyone I'm going to murder Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and so you can probably edit a lot of that out. I didn't realize the video was that long. But, but yeah, so that was Brian Stack's two cents on Conan. Um, Not at all written. No. <laughs> um. All right, well, on that note, let's end ourselves. Okay, Uh. yes, well. For a um, week. Once again, folks, if you like what it is that we do here, uh, please, by all means, remember to uh, like, uh, you know, sh- uh, yeah, let me start that again. Remember to like, subscribe, and by all means, share for our nation. You know, it's the fourth is coming. America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Bye. Later, (laughs) guys. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Well, anyhow, I'm sure you can figure out a good ending there. 